child of God. Welcome to the Daily Smith Figures Word Devotional Podcast. My name is Victoria Eyak. Thank you so much for joining us today. And without further ado, let us start with prayer. Father, Lord God Almighty, King of God, we thank you for your Holy Spirit who helps us to understand your word that we are about to study right now. Holy Spirit, take control of this session that the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit will be glorified and that we may understand your word to put it in practice. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. The title of today's teaching is Filled with the Spirit. Filled with the Spirit. And we are going to read Romans chapter 12, verse 2, and 2 Corinthians chapter 4. We are reading from the New King James Version as usual. So, 1 Romans chapter 12, verse 2. And do not be confounded to this world, but be transformed by the renew of your mind, that you may prove what is the good and acceptable, what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Notice that it's not talking about three different wills, but one will, which is good and acceptable and perfect. Next, we're going to the second scripture for today, 2 Corinthians chapter 4. Therefore, since we have this ministry, as we have received mercy, we do not lose heart, but we have renounced the hidden things of shame, not walking in craftiness, nor handling the world of God deceitfully, but by manifestation of the truth, commending ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. But even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing, whose minds the God of this age has blinded, who do not believe, lest the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine on them. For we do not preach ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves your born servants for Jesus' sake. For it is the God who commanded light to shine out of darkness, who has shone in our hearts, to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. But we have this treasure in Eden verses, that the excellence of the power may be of God and not of us. We are hard-pressed on every side, yet not crushed. We are perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, but, for, but not forsaken persecuted but not forsaken, struck down but not destroyed, always carrying about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus, the life of Jesus also, that the life of Jesus also may be manifested in our body, for we who live are always delivered to death for Jesus' sake, that the life of Jesus also may be manifested in our mortal flesh. So then, death is walking in us, but life in you. And since we have the same spirit of faith according to what is written, I believed and therefore I spoke. We also believe and therefore we speak, knowing that he who raised up the Lord Jesus will also raise us up with Jesus and represent us with you. For all things are for your sakes, that grace, having spread through the many, may cause thanksgiving to abound to the glory of God. Therefore we do not lose heart, even though our outward mind is perishing, yet the inward mind is being renewed day by day. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, is working for us, a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. While we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So today we're talking about being filled with the Holy Spirit. So what exactly are we talking about when we're talking about being filled by the Holy Spirit? Uh, filled with the Holy Spirit. What does it create in you? What does it change in you? What's your responsibility like as a Christian? So, um, 
being filled with the Holy Spirit is like, you know that when you came to Christ, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit until the day of redemption. And at the same time, also, um, since you became a at the moment you became a Christian, you could like receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit anytime. Perhaps it was the day you gave your life to Christ. Perhaps you received the baptism. You were baptized by the whole in the Holy Spirit later on. All on the same day on which you gave your life to Christ, but the baptism in the Holy Spirit endows you with power to do the works of Jesus. Though even without the baptism in the Holy Spirit, you could start doing the works by faith, but with the baptism, it's like easier for you because you have power, you know. Um, and then when we talk about being filled with the Holy Spirit, because the people who receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, like they receive, like, the baptism of the Holy Spirit is usually accompanied with speaking in tongues, but they are not walking in the fullness of the Holy Spirit. When we say fullness, we are talking about completion, like the whole, uh, all that he has for you. You know, there are many people who have, it's like, it's like when you have, for example, a bank account and that you have a million dollars on the bank account, but you don't know that you have a million dollars. For example, you think you have only $200, so you limit yourself to using the $200 while you have a million dollars, but all the million dollar is yours just that you do not use it to the fullest of what you should use. So when we're talking about we feel with the Holy Spirit, we're not saying that you receive part of the Holy Spirit and that you're going to receive another anointing, which is going to be another part of the Holy Spirit. And so on. no, the same Spirit who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, in His fullness. You know, He's in your spirit. God completely, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, lives in your spirit. But now you have to, like... You have to, as John the Baptist said, Christ must increase so that I, I must decrease so that Christ must increase. Sorry, I must decrease and Christ must increase. It's kind of in the same way that you have to like, Jesus is already in you. The Holy Spirit is already in you. The Father is already in you. But you have to like, how will I explain this? You have to get out of the way. Okay, that's how Apostle Gary Blake says it. You have to get out on, of the way and let the Holy Spirit express himself fully. So he's there, but like if you are walking in the flesh, you do not, you are not walking in the spirit. And if you're not walking in the spirit, you cannot experience the fullness of him because you are walking in the flesh instead of walking in the spirit. I, I don't know if you see what I mean, but that's kind of where I'm trying to get. So basically you have him, he's in you, the same spirit who raised Jesus from the dead, the same Holy Spirit in Jesus when he was like in his... uh. He doing doing his public ministry in his in the flesh, like before his death and resurrection, you know, that same Holy Spirit dwells in you. The same, the very same Holy Spirit who raised Jesus Christ from the dead lives in you, like completely. He did not give you half of himself or a quarter portion. It's not like God has like a do not imagine the Holy Spirit like a piece of cake that God or a piece of pizza that God give a small share to everyone. No, he his fullness, he dwells completely, the whole package in every Christian. You understand what I mean? You have in you God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, dwelling in your spirit, the whole, whole package. You see what I mean? You're not going to receive another anointing, another Holy Spirit, another more powerful Holy Spirit. It's the same Holy Spirit. And you already have, if you have the Holy Spirit in you, you have all of him, not part of him. So your job is to get out of the way, to walk in the spirit and not in the flesh, and you experience him in the fullness. 
so it's like the Bible says we should not be drunk with wine, but we should be filled with the Holy Spirit. We should entertain ourselves with psalms and hymns. Like the word of God should constantly be on our minds, not garage, not the world, you know. So we've talked about the fullness of the, we've talked about what it means to be filled with the Holy Spirit. It's basically, since he's already in you, you know, it's really you getting out of the way and surrendering completely to him so that he's the one who, who is walking in you and it's not like he's forcing you you surrender yourself so you 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 choose to surrender your body your thoughts your life to the holy spirit so what does it create in you to be filled with the holy spirit um first of all like when you really walk like you surrender yourself to the holy spirit you know when you set your minds on things above like how does it work you set your minds on things above you walk in the spirit and not in the flesh it creates results in your life. Because you're surrendering yourself to the Holy Spirit, you start seeing that you're walking for real in holiness, in strength, in purity. You're living a life, an honorable life. You're focusing your mind on the Word of God and not on the world. Um, you stand like you... You stand in your position of authority as a Christian, as a son of God, against the forces of darkness, and you walk in light. Your your life creates sees like it shows in your life that you are not of the world, but you are of God. You know that there are some Christians that you can you are around them all the time, and you can't tell that they're Christians. It it takes for them to tell you, "Hey, I'm a Christian," for you to realize that they're Christians, but you never. You never hear them talk about Jesus. You never see any fruit of the Holy Spirit, so to say, in their lives. You never, you, you never know anything about their Christian life. They are living just like the world, but they tell you that you're a Christian, you see. But when you are filled with the Holy Spirit, when you surrender yourself completely to the Holy Spirit, when you let, when you, when you let yourself get out of the way so that it is Christ that is seen in you so that it's no longer you who lives but Christ who lives in you it shows in your life people can tell that there's something different about this person you know they can tell it it will show in your conversations your lifestyle the way you act and it will show also in your behavior you will stop living as a slave to sin but you you live as the bible says as a slave to righteousness obeying God's word seeking after the word of God growing in like the knowledge of the word of God and putting the word of God in practice, obviously, because we should not just be hearers of the word, but doers of the word. And like you bring the kingdom of heaven everywhere you go to, you are a carrier of the kingdom of heaven because you are walking in the fullness of the Holy Spirit. And that's how you you also like, if you were praying for the sick, you'd be experiencing more and more results because you're surrendering yourself more and more to the Holy Spirit. And you you're starting to like, you accept the fact that you have the mind of Christ and you're transforming yourself by the renewal of your mind, which brings us to the next point, your responsibility as a Christian. Some people think that it's enough that they went somewhere and they laid hands on them and they received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. They think that it's enough that the fact that they're already speaking in tongues is the top of the top, that they don't have to do anything else. You've received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, yes, but it's not enough that you speak in tongues from time to time. You have to cultivate that. For example, speaking in tongues every day at least 30 minutes to one hour. There are even studies which prove that speaking in tongues like um, for 30 minutes per day increases your immunity, something like that, that increases your immunity. I don't remember if it was 30 minutes per day or one hour, but it increases your immunity. Uh, so you are like building up your spiritual immune system when you are speaking in tongues every day. And 
Another thing is that you have to do, of course, reading the Bible, not one time, not two times per day, but you have to cultivate in your whole day to have lots of moments where you're in contact with the Word of God, with worship music, things which bring your mind and your heart back to God, you know, your mind back to God, to focus on the Lord Jesus. You have to be doing the Word because you cannot be just a listener of the Word, you have to be a doer, you have to transform your mind. Uh, you have to be transformed by the renew of your mind. That is by reading the word of God and confessing it and doing it. That's how you renew your mind, you see. So it's like you are, you have a job to do. You don't just get to say, okay, I'm full of the Holy Spirit so I can live any type of junk life and do garbage. Because in the end, you are going to like, through that, you are going to grieve the Holy Spirit because you'll be sinning against him. And because you become a friend of the world, you'll be in enmity, everything against God because being a friend of the world and loving the world is enmity against God. So your own responsibility so that you keep walking in this fullness is really like getting out of the way and living out of the spirit and not out of the flesh. So we've explained kind of how to get there. Um, Receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit and do not become lukewarm. Remain hot, very, very hot. Stay on fire for Jesus. Read the word of God constantly. Preach the word of God. Preaching is very good because it also helps you to like um, to understand better some things. And God is going to like accompany you in the fact that you are preaching and going to like help you grow also in those aspects so that you can teach others because he notices that you are teaching it to others, you know, so there's a grace that goes with it, you know, and yeah, keep walking in the Lord, stay on fire for Jesus, don't go with the world, but go with the word, and you will see how the life of God is gonna like draw up, draw draw out everything, everything else, and you, you will make more space in your life for God than you used to make before, and he has to be the center of your life. That's it. So I'll conclude with this quote by Smith because while the life of the Lord in us draws us as a magnet with his life eating up everything, everything else. The law, the life of the Lord is in us draws us as a magnet with his life eating up all else. Let us pray. Father, like our mighty King of glory, we thank you because you want us to live lives where we surrender completely to you. We do not want to be drunk with TV, with wine, with uh, cigarettes, with anything which is of the world, but with the word of God. So help us make this conscious decision every day that what's going to be default in our minds will be the word of God and help us surround ourselves with Bible verses and your word and listening to your word and doing your word so that we really experience this transformation by the ring of our mind and that we walk in the fullness of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. So thank you so much for listening from the from start to finish, from the beginning to the end. If you've been edified by this teaching, subscribe and share this on social media. Subscribe so that you receive notifications when there's a new uh, podcast episode share so that you edify other people through this and also make yourself available tomorrow to listen to the next episode by god's grace it's one new episode every single day by the grace of the lord and finally if you have prayer requests or testimonies or questions you can contact me on instagram or on facebook dr victoria York. so thank you so much god bless you and goodbye